It is wintertime. The air is crisp. The trees are blanketed in snow. But in the concrete jungle of New York City, there's still plenty for mischievous little goats to nibble on. <laughs> All over the city, there are delicious smells wafting at your tiny, wet little noses from vendors selling hot dogs and roasted peanuts and churros. In Central Park, there are kids sledding on gentle hills. Among the piers of the South Street seaport, seagulls are dipping and whirling on the wind. And across the Brooklyn Bridge, couples stroll mittened hand in mittened hand through the picturesque flurries. But one section of the city is busier than all the others. In the beating heart of Manhattan, for almost a mile along the main artery of Broadway, people are crammed shoulder to shoulder. There are no cars. There are no trucks. Just throngs and throngs of people. Many of them have been there all day already, and it's almost sunset, camped out with chairs and blankets and even bottles of pee. Gross. Hundreds of headset-wearing people are rushing around the streets, setting up bright hot lights and big hunking cameras. Most of the attention seems to be around this big shiny something hoisted up high in the air. And in the middle of all the commotion, separated (laughs) that moment when it hits, separated from the crowd by many barriers and even more security guards, a small white man with blue eyes and silver hair has collapsed onto a canvas chair. Oh, no. People are scurrying nervously all around him because it's New Year's Eve. Anderson Cooper got too drunk, (gasps) and it's time for some goats to crash the party. Oh, no. (laughs) Welcome to Go Party Mach 2! Woo! Eric, are you okay? (laughs) I leave for five minutes. And this is what happens. All right, yeah, let's, okay, yeah. Welcome, everybody. Uh, welcome to Go Party. Hello, Eric. Hello, Julia. Hello, Brandon. Hello, Lauren Shippen. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. Hello. Hooray. Very happy for you to be here. Are you excited to be another mischievous little goat? I am so excited. I love being a mischievous little goat. Well, we are, after all, playing Goat Crashers by Grant Howitt, which we are so excited to bring back to the show, where your objective, really, is just to be a cheeky little goat that wants to party. And for some reason, the humans are like upset that there are goats crashing the party. <laughs> so, so you have to get into the heart of the party by any means necessary and just have a good time. Humans ruin everything. That's, That's my stance. That's yeah. True. Everybody should be goats. And uh, Lauren, can we choose one of three episodes after this to figure out what happens at the end of Goat <laughs> <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Sounds good. Sounds the listener good. will be able to choose which goat wins. <laughs> we have to record it. three separate endings. Let's go. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's get into it, folks. Let's figure out who you are, your cheeky little goat selves. So the way that we roll characters here is you're going to roll a d6 to figure out what type of goat you are, what your favorite goat thing to do is, and then a d10 to figure out your mission. What do you want to do at the party? So let's begin with our guest. Lauren, why don't you tell us all about your goat? All right. I am a fancy goat. Yay. Yeah. Uh, my favorite goat thing to do is eating stuff or just tasting it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're not going to say you crave that mineral. Is that I'm going to have to do that? Damn. <laughs> I'm still waking up. <laughs> and let's see. I want to be interviewed by Tattler for the Society pages, which makes sense because I'm a fancy goat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What the fuck fancy. is Tattler? Like the British Tattler. It's like a gossip rag. Yeah. Yeah. But page six. And Here's a half. page six. You yes. know what it is. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Excellent. 
Julia, why don't you tell us all about your goat self? Great. Wait, what about TMZ? But the Z is for zoo because it's for animals? <laughs> Perfect. The main... I want to be interviewed by TMZ. <laughs> the main zoo. Too much zoo. <laughs> Too much zoo. That's even better. Julia, coming through. All right. My goat is also a fancy goat. Yay. And my favorite goat thing to do is bleat loudly. Center of attention, my goat. Love, love, love it. Them. And then what I want to do at this party... All I want to do at this party is steal a bunch of canapes and give them to my mom. My mom also wants to be fancy and eat some canapes. <laughs> Incredible. Hell yes. Man, I need to meet your mom. She sounds cool. Yeah, she seems real dope. Brandon, tell us about your goat. Okay, I am a pygmy goat. I'm a little pygmy goat. Oh, oh little, 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 little goat. Little so goat. small. That was Lauren last time, right? Yeah. yeah. You, got, you got lost. Oh, you were so small. Expert in smallness. My favorite thing to do is to make a mockery of physical barriers <laughs> oh, because I'm yes. so fucking small. You can stay on top of anything. And then what I want to do at the party is hobnob with the rich and famous, which is correct. Yeah. I have great news for you, which is that <laughs> you'll have some chances. <laughs> Eric, tell us about your goat. All right, here we go. Here I'm we go. I'm so nervous. Oh, hell yeah. I'm a satanic goat. Ooh, Beautiful. Nice. That's yes. what you were last time, right, Brandon? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm good at the occult. I also love eating stuff. Nice. But I feel like I like eating, you know, devilish things Souls. like brains. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what I want to do at the party is... I also want to be interviewed by Tadler, but I again, I want to be interviewed by Demonic Tadler. <laughs> Excellent. Page 666. Thank you. There Thank we go. There it is. Nice. For you. I End the show. That. We're done. We're done. That's it. That's all We're we done. need. Good. Glad it was so successful. Think about all the things I get to do, all the dumb jokes I get to say when I don't have to think about like <laughs> plot or characters or things hanging together. It's awesome. Eric, have you never listened to our show? <laughs> no, I make... have. I just this, this is how the other side, the other half lives. You it's make so jokes nice. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and let's go around and share our names. Lauren, what is the name of your fancy goat who loves eating stuff and wants to be interviewed by Too Much Sue? So you know how like rich people name their kids like after like objects and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be Ramakin. Ramakin. Nice. Nice. So good. <laughs> Julia, who's this fancy goat who loves to bleat loudly and wants to steal canopies? This is Whitney Bleaterton. Yes. Very good. I love the family well resemblance there. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brandon, how about the pygmy goat who can make a mockery of any physical barrier and wants to hobnob? Well, I was I was Googling cute goat names last night, and the one that was stuck in my head was my goat's name is Buckwheat. <gasps> oh, that's a good one. I'm Buckwheat. That's a very little Buckwheat. Cute. A little buckwheat. And Eric, how about this satanic goat who also loves to eat satanic things and wants to be interviewed by page 666? Oh, man. I think it's really important that I herald back to my demonic roots. And I heard that Damien was already taken, so I can't do that. So I'm going to do Kevin? <laughs> There's two question marks after that. With a question mark. Yeah. yeah. Kevin? Kevin? Yeah. Like, you need to, be, you have to be down the hall wondering what I'm doing, <laughs> is my name. Why are you standing at the end of that hallway chanting mischievously? Kevin? Uh, Kevin? Kevin? Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> so like, we're always surprised to see you. Kevin? Kevin? I also do have a character voice, which I've been I've been working on, and I would love to share with all of you. Now or it's going to come out and sit you? Oh, no. I just want to. I'm sitting on it. I can uh, do it. I can oh, do you're, it. Just, you're just warning us. I'm <laughs> warning us. I'm warning us. I'm warning us. 
Well, just as a reminder for our players here and anybody at home who has not yet played this fabulous game, linked in the description, which you should totally go ahead and pay what you wish to buy it. This is how the game works. Whenever you want to do something risky, you're going to roll 2d6. If it is your goat skill, you can also add 2d6. And if you're doing your favorite goat thing, you can add two more d6. Anything that's a roll of a four or above is a success. Anything a three or below is a failure. And at the same time, I'm going to be keeping track of all of the risky stuff you are doing at this party. And the more risky stuff you do, the greater our chaos pool grows. This is representing partygoers getting suspicious, like, hey, are there goats crashing this party? <laughs> and when you do something sneaky and pull it off, though, I get to take one out of the pool. So the better you do, the smaller it goes. And every time you roll, I roll the chaos pool as well and subtract any of my successes from your successes. And it's a four, five, or six on the individual dice. Is that right? That's right. Okay. So you count the total number of successes or failures. Great. Right. And don't forget, guys, once per session, you're allowed to party hard. Ooh. This is where you access the power of chaos, grabbing all the dice in the chaos pool and adding them to your roll. So not just two, four or 66, but however many is in the chaos pool as well. And I, I have nothing. I have nothing left. So I can't even roll against you because you get to <laughs> harness the, the chaos and the, the party power and just do what you want to do, basically. <laughs> chaos emeralds. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> go on Brandon, what about chaos on? emeralds what about them the, each individual dice in the chaos pool are chaos emeralds and we get to steal them from robotnik when we when we party hard and That's then we cool. eat chili dogs hell yeah if we don't get That's chili dogs right. at the end of this what's the point gotta go fast <laughs> i love it what i think is nice is that they just took that and they made that the basis of all of the sonic movies <laughs> past present and future like that could be any that could be any of them is that <laughs> and there's one final role before we get started which is what is secretly going on at the party Ooh. Ooh. six for me okay it's pretty good oh it's a secret <laughs> oh it's a secret all right folks it is Times Square. It is New Year's Eve. Anderson Cooper is too drunk. And we are going to pick up on 6th Avenue, just a block east of where all of the shenanigans are beginning to pop off. So my sweet little goats, it is a little after sunset. Uh, we have a couple hours to go till the uh, the ball comes down, but there is a lot happening in Times Square. There are revelers just thronged behind barriers in the middle of Times Square, like in the part where the, the streets cross and it's the, the square part. There's those big TKTS steps, those big red steps. There's a little platform where Anderson is uh, is trying, PA is trying to sober him up before he needs to start his broadcast. Um, <laughs> the ball is hanging high above every everybody's heads and the businesses along Times Square are also open there. They have like different kind of VIP scenarios, different stuff going on. There uh, is a buffet in Margaritaville. Mm. Forever 21 is having like a, a makeup, you know, makeover bar. Uh, the Olive Garden is giving out breadsticks. <laughs> and <laughs> Do those count as canapes breadsticks? I'm not sure. <laughs> Julia, there are tiny fancy breadsticks in the VIP section. Ooh, yes, there are. Excellent. And you all are 
are beginning on the southern part of Times Square. You're right on 42nd Street, which is, of course, shut down for the revelry. You can see the all the big billboards and everything um, in front of you. If you're picturing almost like a video game, like Anderson is the end of the level. He's up by 49th Street, right under the ball on his little platform. And there are a lot of people and a lot of good smells in between you and the heart of the party, the heart of the cards, which is uh, Anderson himself. So... Let's pick up there, my sweet goats. What looks interesting to you? Go master. Go ahead. ahead. (laughs) Mine's mine's not important, so it doesn't matter. Very importantly, Amanda. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, What year is this? Because I need to know if there's crumbs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we talking there's a Levi store? Is this pre-post the counter burger that's up on Is the M&M store open? Is the M&M store open? Is Guy Fieri's restaurant still there? Thank you, thank you. The bubblegum shrimp has always been there, even before recorded history, so don't worry about that They built Times Square around bubblegum shrimp. (laughs) Is Rick Jekyll and Hyde still around? That's the Did Jekyll and Hyde close? Oh, yes. Oh, Lorna did. Oh, yeah. So sadly. <laughs> um, I'm sorry to break this news to you in the middle of our recording session. We are on the eve of 2016, before it all went okay. bad. And there's an alternate universe ahead of us where anything is possible. Uh, <laughs> sweet, sweet goats can be president. And um, yes, the Crumbs Bakery uh, is there in all its glory. Yes! Nice. Now, Goatmaster. That's me. Do we as goats here in Times Square know that Anderson Cooper is very drunk right now? Uh, There should be the broadcast starting, and the broadcast has not yet started. They are continuing to just kind of have local news anchors be like, lots of excitement here, folks. Uh, Yep, it's uh, it's, it's 930. Um, We'll have have good stuff for you later. Uh, Here's a a pre-tape musical performance from Florida. Uh, Okay. Uh, Yep. Vamping on air. (laughs) Here is Gautier again. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. There is... Definitely an air of uh, what's going on and lots of attention, lots of craning necks um, as people are kind of trying to look to the front of Times Square to the northern side and, and see what's going on. Gotcha. I think as a fancy goat, the idea of getting a makeover at Forever 21 is very appealing to me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think we should all lay out our intentions, right? So we can formulate a plan. My goat feels like because he wants to hop now with Richard Famous. Just getting as quickly to Anderson Cooper as fast as possible is the plan there. What about you? Mm. Yes. I want to do the same thing because I think that if Anderson Cooper is drunk and not doing the broadcast, that's going to be a big gossip story. And so reporters are definitely going to be over there. I do like the idea of a makeover too, but I think I showed up very fancy. Little bow tie, you know, little bow bow in my hair, just lots of bows. So cute. (laughs) I feel like... If anything, the best course of action for me getting many, many canapes is Anderson Cooper is the most important person here. Obviously, they're going to give him the best food and the best canapes. So I feel like a lot of us are food motivated Mm -hmm. and also our characters also want food. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So so here's my here. I also really want to start out by like if this was the beginning of the video game level, somehow we jump out of a yellow cap. (laughs) Like we jump out of crazy taxi. (laughs) Little hooves clopping on the pavement. <laughs> That's how it loads in. And I think that Kevin would uh, turn to the three of you. And of course, this is translated from goat. Yes. And it would be, be something like, I think that our best course of action is if we go in through Olive Garden, because that is where we can get a lot of snacks. And also, if I kill someone, I can use their blood as a teleportation for us to get exactly where we want to go. Kevin, can you please? Can you please not close the door? I'm still here. Um, 
Please don't close the door, the cab door on me. I'm still here. I'm, oh, I'm are you still, you're still wedged in there. Hold on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Eric, could you roll 2d6 to convince the cab driver you're not a goat? <laughs> no, Jesus Christ. Do you have money? Or are you going to pay him? God, I don't. No, I definitely don't. <laughs> I heard cab drivers take straw and tin cans as payment. Oh, no. We, we can do this as a group. I'm very fancy. Do you think maybe I stole my owner's like credit card or something like that? And I can just swipe it or tap I mean, it? I only have 2d6, so I got two successes. I don't know what the difficulty is, but I know that other people can contribute. So I can throw two in there that hopefully I stay out of sight enough while wedging the door open that I can I, we can avoid it. Yeah. So if someone else wants to hop in, please. I, uh, like with my teeth, take off my little diamond bracelet from my one of my front hooves and drop it, you know, in, in between the, the front seats and say, here you go, old chap. And what does it sound like in goat? <laughs> <laughs> the cab driver looks up in the rear view and then quickly down and says, no problem, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Drives immediately to a pawn shop, pawns the diamond bracelet. New York City, best city in the world. <laughs> Goats gave me diamonds. <laughs> So here you are on 42nd Street. There are about three blocks to the Forever 21 and about two more blocks beyond that to Anderson Cooper. Ahead of you, there are lots of people. It will be difficult to get into the middle section. Like Think of it like a diamond uh, where there the diamond is like ringed with lots and lots of people and barriers. But in the middle, it is a much more kind of heavily patrolled, but also much easier to kind of sprint. It's much less crowded to get to the front. And the shops are on the outside of this diamond. Anderson is in the middle at the very, very end, a crowning drunken jewel of this evening um, and and his performance. Where would you like to go? Goatmaster, is there a Olive Garden to go part <laughs> of the Olive Garden? Like where one would pick up a delivery and then bring it to, say, an extremely drunk newscaster? The Olive Garden is on the north end of Times Square. It's on the very end. It's even past Anderson Cooper. Oh. But oh, no. I think oh, no. that there may well be a Olive Garden employee handing out just trays of uh, little half breadsticks stuck into some minestrone soup for the drunken revelers. Because Olive Garden, when you're here, your family, they they care about your health tonight. They sponsored the New Year's Eve uh, this year. Very, they very did. nice of them. Good for they them. Did. Um, I do think it's important that we, one, get fed, and two, get dressed. Mm -hmm. Those are my two objectives before mm, okay. we... Mm -hmm. I like it. My only thought is that where do you think endless breadsticks come from? It's from the netherworld. And we can harness that to teleport to wherever we need to go. If we want to go directly to... If we follow the Olive Garden trail, we can get to Anderson Cooper as fast as possible and get on that stage. This brings up a very interesting question, which is how much of Olive Garden's marinara sauce is in fact blood? <laughs> in my research, I could tell you it's at least 10%, but no more than 40%. We're, it's very obvious if once you get past 40%. Gotcha. If, I, if I eat the breadsticks, is that... Does that mean that I, I'm, like, part devil? Like, I, I don't want to eat the... What does that mean? No, it just means that the breadsticks are from the place where the devil was born. Okay. So you're fine once it's cleared out of there. You, you, you sprinkle enough garlic on that, it's fine. <laughs> Do you know if the breadsticks are made with uh the good wheat? <laughs> What's the good wheat? You know, the stuff that's expensive. I would go ahead and say it's the bad wheat, but... <laughs> I don't think it's a moral judgment in the in that way. It's more about, you know, when, when it was thrown out of heaven by the Christian God and rejected, then it was bad in that sense. But I don't think that there's any sort of monetary value attached to it. Okay, okay, okay. okay. 
Well, the breadstick guy is standing not too far from where you get out of the cab, just handing out the samples of breadsticks. And there's also a couple more people handing things out. There's a Sephora lady handing out samples of lip gloss. And there is somebody in those like, you know, those red jumpsuits of the Times Square folks that like clean up the confetti the next day. They're handing out uh, like noisemakers and glasses and hats Mm -hmm. and uh, and, and cute little things. I do love bleeding loudly, so I do think I want to go and grab a noisemakers and stuff like that. Totally. Are these people before or after the barrier? Uh, they are before the barrier. So there's like, think about it like this is the, you know, the the point where you, you know, show a ticket to get in. And they are all standing just outside the barrier, handing things out as people as they enter the Times Square area. This is a fiction, by the way, where it's not crowded enough to close off by 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> How high are the trays off the ground? That they're holding average height uh human okay. guy mm-hmm. uh who's holding it so let's say about probably three three and a half feet off the ground okay okay enough for an average goat to uh a non-pygmy goat to jump up and grab great <laughs> love that okay. rude i'm committed to doing all of that i just want to find the netherward portal and i think it will be best for all of us let's attack something i'm ready i'm here I think it might be easiest to get the breadsticks if we are a little bit in disguise. So maybe we should grab some glasses first, maybe? Yeah. Capital idea. Let's do it. Absolutely. Thank you. You're very fancy. Thank you. I I can't know. so I I could jump on top of someone and then- Oh, can we form a goat tower to get to the glasses? Goat tower. Goat tower. Goat tower. Goat tower. Goat tower. Eric is chanting, goat tower, goat tower. So unless anybody feels that their motive or their skills are particularly useful here, you can each roll 2d6. Yeah, let's do Let's make the tower. Yeah. Nice. I got one success. I got two successes. Uh, I have one success. And I got two. So that's three plus what? Six. Six total. Six total. I have two die in the chaos pool because it's a pretty chaotic thing to start doing. One of them was a success. So that gives us a net total of five, which is acceptable, but does quirk the eyebrow of the guy handing out the glasses. So we're going to add one more die to the chaos pool. Mm. But you get you get through it for now. Okay. So he uh, he is just handing out. He has like one of those, like you know, like a flasher coat with just like the inside of it is just like uh, ringed with <laughs> yeah. all kinds of stuff. And he's he fully clothed, clothed, right? He's clothed. He's fully clothed. <laughs> he's, clothed. <laughs> he's wearing a red jumpsuit under the coat, but the coat itself is just lined with stuff. And there's more coats like behind him over the barrier to like replenish when the coat is done. <laughs> so you can have your pick. There are glittery glasses with the year of 2016 on it. There are noisemakers. There are jaunty hats that you can put on your little heads and uh, and Mardi Gras beads for some reason. Ooh. So grab whatever you like. Yeah. I think I take a jaunty hat and glasses and a lot of Mardi Gras beads. Like just, (laughs) I I am jingling with every little hooved step. I think I take a jaunty hat, one set of Mardi Gras beads. You know, you don't want to be too ostentatious. Mm -hmm. And some of the sparkliest glasses that they have. Love it. I want the most cursed thing here. So I want the glasses where the the two and the six are the openings for the eyes, but they're very far apart. So it is very so it looks very disconcerting, even though I can look through it. They didn't Luckily, utilize the zeros of hell. No, they absolutely did. It's incredibly cursed. So I dig that one. Um, Goatmaster Amanda, would you say that I'm small enough to fit under one of these hats? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Like solid snake. And I'm going to take one of the fancy hats and just try to wear it, but sort of just kind of end up dragging it around so I can hide in plain sight. Like a little hermit crab. That's so cute. That's extremely cute. And I say, 
Um, how's this look on me, guys? What do you think? And I do a little jazz hands, but you can't see me because I'm under a hat. <laughs> the cup just twitches. You were made for the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Broadway, baby! <laughs> well, you're well disguised. You're blending in very well with the revelers, so you can make your way through the uh, the first barrier into the crowd of Times Square. Very quickly, I want to make sure that I take some minestrone and some breadsticks and yeah. put them under my hat to bring to my mom later. And I would like to jump up and just, like, grab a breadstick with my teeth. I would also like to uh, go for the Achilles tendon of this man. <laughs> take him down. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. Um, I, it's also related to eating stuff, but I eat um, the Oh, various, you're tasting him. But I'm tasting him, yes. Oh, sure. Okay. All right. 46 for you. <laughs> Lauren, four for you because you are also attempting to eat stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, Julia, four for you because you're, you're doing your motivation. Yay. And I'm practicing my Broadway routine audition underneath my hat. <laughs> Love it. Incredible. Uh, three successes for Whitney Bleederton. <laughs> That's two for me. I got two. Excellent. Well, the difficulty was six, and I rolled no successes. So you uh, you succeed. And the guy holding the tray looks like he should be working at the Billabong Surfer Shop. He's a, a <laughs> white dude with a bad sunburn. Yes, it's January. And uh, long, long blonde hair under his Olive Garden hat, uh, visibly high. Um, and he's just like, uh, yeah, man, en- enjoy. Woo, rock <laughs> <laughs> Does he notice that I've taken out one of the one of the tendons he needs to stand, or no, he's fine? Uh, I'm going to sit now. <laughs> <laughs> Just slumped against the building behind him. He sets down his tray and slumps down onto the curb. Not the first person to do that tonight, not the last. Um, Absolutely. And so the tray is sitting on the ground. Amanda, can I take the tray? Absolutely, you can. Okay, I would love to take the tray. Yeah. Just real quick, I'm going to don my tinfoil hat here for a second, because you did say it was January, but clearly it's December 31st. <laughs> the so eve of January. is this man a hair, a giant hair in disguise? <laughs> he is not, but well played, well okay. thought. Brandon, I only, animals only attack humans and vice versa. I would never have animal on animal crime in this game. In this, in this RSS feed? Here, hold on. I'm pulling out a cross stitch. In this RSS feed. I don't think so. Animals do not attack animals. Hold on. I have to start stitching that right away. <laughs> the, the thing is, so what I would love to do is if he's, if he's down, I would love to try to communicate with him. I can't obviously speak to him, but I would love to try to figure out if he does know where the netherworld is for us to travel where we have to by making a dark bargain with the Dark Lord. Do you want to like, pull up one of his eyelids with your little goat hoof as he as he slumps against the <laughs> barrier? Exa- Amanda? Exactly what I want to do. <laughs> That's it. Can you please tell us where the netherworld is, where the endless breadsticks come from? Okay, I'm so tired of breadsticks. Can I, can I have a salad? <laughs> That's also never indeed. I don't know. <laughs> and so is the soup. Give the soup or the any of the soup, salad, or breadsticks. Any of those are fine for our dark lord. Uh, wait. Can you can you clock out for me? As if I don't clock out, I don't get paid. Oh God! And he hands you from um, who like kind of gestures at his hip pocket, um, and in the pocket of his coat, you can see a little time card poking out. Absolutely, and also I hope his like employee ID. Uh, yes, it is in one little like you know the um those little like laminate envelopes you can carry like one yes. credit card in your metro card. It has his time card and his employee ID. Oh, it's nice. sad because it's really it's written large. When you work here, your family. On the time card. <laughs> oh, sad. So dark. So I, dark. I make two dollars an hour because I'm supposed to get two. Oh, Capitalism sucks. 
Hemsworth. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I ignore it because that's even too dark for me. And I just <laughs> grab it. <laughs> I grab it. And I also grab a little bit of Mistrone as well because I want to taste the rainbow. I just want to just dwell on the image of uh, little goats just like licking out of those tiny plastic sample cups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nom, 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 nom. And Eric, you see too on the back of this time card, it says, if lost, return to. And then an address that is um, like a side entrance. It's mm. even, in fact, it's on like 44th Street. Like the Olive Garden itself is on 49th, but it's on 44th Street because there is a secret employee entrance yes. and tunnel leading into the suburban netherworld of Times Square. I knew it, Amanda. I knew it. (laughs) Hail Satan. Let's go. (laughs) Let's get out of here. Yeah. Okay. There is one more die in the chaos pool because there is an unconscious body of an Olive Garden employee um, left on the curb. (laughs) That's on me. That's on me. I'm going to like very gently slip the noisemaker into his mouth so it looks like he just passed out. (laughs) You know what, Julia? I'm taking one out. That's good. Great. Thank you. That's good. That's good. All right, so are you ready to cross the barrier into Times Square? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, I want to make a mockery of this physical barrier by just slipping right underneath it, and then when I'm on the other side, clearly there's an easy way to push it out, but not in, you know, mm. for a fire exit mm. kind of situation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So when I'm on the other side, I'm just going to push it and let my goat friends in. Makes sense. So this is a fantasy world where someone considered the exits and the fire <laughs> exits. Yes, correct. exactly. Brutal. Yeah. No, Brandon, four D6, please. But this is a very low difficulty. Just two. What is it? Four? Oh, shit. I only <laughs> got one success. I also got one success in the chaos pool. So this is not a good scenario. If this happens, if the net result is zero on something that you are trying to do, Oh, uh, that's a little bit that's a little bit difficult. And the situation gets a little bit dicey. Uh-oh. First branded roll of the game, baby. <laughs> yeah. Woo! So things have gone a little bit south here. Brandon, you attempt to kick over just one section of barrier <laughs> to let your goat friends in. <laughs> but your wonderful, terrifying, tiny little goat legs are powerful. And all the barriers, as you may know from living in New York City, are interlocked. Oh, no. And so when you kick that one barrier, the entire row of barriers along this block of 42nd Street tips over. And... Everyone in the crowd near you turns around and someone yells, party fell. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to dive underneath my hat real quick. So I'm hidden. Okay. Other goatees, um, what do you do? Um, I would like to start bleeding to the tune of Old Lang Syne. (laughs) It's very good, Julia. Okay. And then everyone around is like, oh, the lyrics to Old Lang Syne. Perfect. (laughs) Yes, everyone knows them immediately. Anyone else want to help? Because, Julie, otherwise you can roll 4d6 to see how that works Great. out. Yeah. I want to add it as a distraction for, for mm-hmm. the poor little guy. Okay. I got three successes. That's great. I got two successes. So that's not a great result unless anyone else wants to help. I will help sing, but I I, I can only roll 2d6. I'll that's definitely fine. throw myself in there. Though. I think you and Lauren could do a three-part harmony. Oh, yeah. That's there true. We go. Yeah, you yeah. can also use the satanic rhythms of your feet if you want to like do a little like drum beat, a little clap. Yeah, I have the most satanic instrument on me, which are maracas. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> Two successes. Woo. I got one. Ooh, all right, we're up to four. That is good enough to sneak by. Yes. Um, so you three can scamper over the um, the fallen barriers and with the pygmy goat in question under his little hat, get lost in the crowd as you move north. Guys, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know my own strength sometimes. I'm so small, but well, that's I'm okay. so powerful. That's okay. That's okay. When you think about it, you really succeeded quite more than you expected. That's true. I failed up. Yeah. <laughs> now we can move freely. <laughs> 
So as you move through Times Square, let me give you a little walking tour. This is what you see in front of you. So you are right now between 42nd and 43rd Street. There is not a lot there as people, kind of where people are like congregating, like moving in. You're kind of like scurrying quickly kind of through this first block. As you move up right on the corner of 43rd, there is a Hard Rock Cafe and a Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, both of which have their doors thrown open to the wintertime, very inefficiently pumping heat out into the already fairly <laughs> warm Times Square. There is a little uh, a little bookstore. There's an information center. Um, and then in 44th Street, that is where things really begin to pick up. That's where the Olive Garden entrance is for employees. It's like kind of unmarked door. There is a Sephora and a Forever 21 on that block just past the employee entrance. I can feel you tempting us with the crown jewels of the cursed crown that is Times Square. But I think we should just head right to- as as fast as possible towards the employee entrance. Yeah? But I want to be fancy. Yeah, I'm sorry, Eric. <laughs> Amanda, if I'm not mistaken, there's also a Levi's store there? Uh, yes, there is one kind of just across from the Forever 21 and the Sephora. Yeah, nice. I think it's right next to Hard Rock Cafe. There also is, just to say, a sunglass hut. If you want to layer. I feel like I need something to set me off so I look like I'm part of the rich and famous. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I can hobnob with them. So we all know that rich and famous aren't going to wear suits unless you're on camera, right? They're going to try to be cool. So I would like to try to (laughs) get a jean jacket for my small picnic goat friend. So you guys want to walk past the restaurants to the shopping block and do your errands right there. At least yes. me. I'm not going to speak for everyone. I mean, I am down a diamond bracelet, so I need to get some sort of whatever <laughs> you know, cheap knockoff I can get at a Forever 21 that will be convincing in the in the darkness of, of night. <laughs> and I would love to get my makeup done, really like accentuate my bone structure as a mm-hmm. goat by going to the Sephora. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I can get like an accessory from Levi's that would accentuate my uh, devilish demeanor. I, I'm fine with that. I like some, okay. ripped, some ripped uh, denim. Yeah, get some on. skinny jeans with rips in them. You'll look hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, like I, lo- I look like my idol, Slash, from Guns N' <laughs> Roses. Hey, it's Amanda. Um, I don't know if anyone's talked about this on like the internet or on this show, but... Uh, DMing's terrifying. I I don't know how Eric does it every week. I uh, was so scared to do this system, much less a much, much more complex one like D&D. Oh, man. I hope that he and all of you enjoy this break as I DM today's one shot and Julia DMs the next two. As a reminder, we are publishing two more one shots, those two DMed by Julia over the next two weeks, then an after party all about our one shots. Then we are getting into the campaign, a mini campaign powered by Monster of the Week this summer on the Join the Party feed. Stay with us. And as a matter of fact, bring a friend. It has never been a better time to get somebody into the show. Multiple people have already told us, okay, okay, I wanted to listen to Join the Party during campaign two, but now that I have a chance, I can catch up on old campaigns while listening to the campaign monster of the week over the summer. It's a great time. Text somebody the link to jointhepartypod.com or show them on their phone how they can subscribe to podcasts like ours. It's a great time. Thank you so much. 
First and foremost in today's mid-roll, thank you to all our newest patrons, Rudy, Hart, and Sydney. Welcome. We are so happy that you're here to yell about these one-shots in the Discord, enjoy days worth of bloopers and bonus content in the Patreon feed, and buy your discounted merch in our patron discounted merch store. Like, uh, I don't know if you remembered from last time, the Campaign 2 poster by Sarah Barra is out and everybody is so uncomfortably hot. It's so great. I don't know if you knew that patrons get a discount on merch items, but they do. You can get a discount on the poster, the Hello Lake Town City World Book, the Lake Town City Mountain Lobsters hat and t-shirt, and even Campaign 1 character pins. If you wanted to have Oatcake or Inara or Tracy on your jacket or bag, you can. To join the Patreon and get that merch discount, as well as all of the other bonus things, and just honestly the knowledge that you're supporting an independent podcast that you love, go to patreon.com slash join the party pod. Or if you want to cut to the feeling and pick up some of that excellent merch. Seriously, there's a downloadable D&D sound kit that you can play during your own campaigns by Brandon, a cool cryptid compendium co-written by Eric and Julia, phone backgrounds, ringtones galore. Oh my God, so much. Go to jointhepartypod.com slash merch. Normally in the podcast, this is where we plug another show in the Multitude Collective. And certainly if you like hearing me get enthusiastic about goats and Julia tell fun stories, Spirits is the podcast for you. Definitely check that one out. But I also want to make sure that we shout out the fantastic work of our guest Lauren Shippen. You probably already know about her first show, The Bright Sessions, and the excellent sister podcasts and novels that she has released in that universe. But have you heard about Maxine Miles, a choose-your-own-adventure YA mystery podcast that Lauren released earlier? this year. It has all the autumnal feelings, an excellent mystery, and the chance for you to solve it yourself. Search for Maxine Miles in your podcast app or go to atypicalartists.co to stream episodes and read transcripts. We are sponsored this week by Hero Forge. They offer fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. Yes, including goats. These custom minis come in a variety of materials, including color printed options. I have one friend who's really into painting minis, and every time he shares his work on his Instagram, I'm just like holy shit, what is this actual sorcery? It, it is just something that I completely respect and feel like I could never, ever do on my own. So knowing that I can get color printed options delivered to me from Hero Forge is a total game changer. And if you have a 3D printer, you can even download model files to print at home. Go ahead, design your unique miniature and get it printed in full color, no painting needed, with Hero Forge custom color minis. Visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new stuff is added every week. Seriously, it is so much fun to play with. Go to HeroForge.com. We are also sponsored by Dark Dice. This is a horror actual play podcast where table talk is cut out and the show focuses on story and characters. Episodes are short, averaging 30 to 45 minutes, and the cast now includes Jeff Goldblum as an elven sorcerer named Balmer. The show has sound design, an original soundtrack, and a 40-person choir that sings in infernal elvish and Icelandic, come for the horror, stay for the hurdy-gurdy. Unlike most stories, the heroes also get weaker as the adventure progresses, as exhaustion and stress weaken their resolve. Check it out today in your podcast app or at darkdice.com. That is the show Dark Dice in your podcast app or darkdice.com. Finally, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life can be overwhelming, and a lot of people get burned out without even knowing it. 
That might feel like a lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detached, fatigue, lots of ways. And we associate burnout with work, but that isn't the only cause. Any of our roles in life as a caregiver or support system can lead to us feeling burned out. And BetterHelp Online Therapy wants us to remind you to prioritize yourself. And talking with someone can really help figure out what's causing stress in your life and making strategies to tackle it. I do my therapy through BetterHelp, which is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anybody on camera if you don't want to. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Join the party listeners, in fact, get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash join the party. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party. And now back to the goat party. So guys, I am totally cool with you proceeding um, deeper into Times Square to the shopping block. But first, you are going to have to resist the buffet at Margaritaville. So this is going to be <laughs> a group check because the smells are out of this world. I'm sorry. I actually do want to also go to the Margaritaville because <laughs> I do need canapes for my mom. Mommy. Okay. So as we're proceeding past, uh, Julia's sweet goat, Whitney Bleacherton, peels off toward the buffet. Would the rest of you like to go to the buffet or would you like to resist? I would like to go and just like lick a bunch of stuff and then move on. Coconut shrimp, here I come. Because I just, I, you know, sometimes it's just about tasting it. Mm-hmm. It's not about <laughs> eating it. I agree. I'm going to do the same. I'm just going to try to resist it. Okay. So Brandon, you can give me 2d6 unless you find a way to. I don't think so. Because it's not a physical barrier. It's a mental barrier. That's true. That's true. true. Fair enough. A psychic barrier. So the Margaritaville has turned um, this block of sidewalk into like an outdoor kind of paradise. They have erected like thatched roof booths. They have all kinds of coconut crusted shrimp, frozen margaritas, pulled pork, like pineapple sliders. There is so much going on. There's little cold chilled cups of gumbo. And there are, again, just employees kind of handing out samples and then a VIP area where, Julia, I mean, that's where the real canapes are. That's where the, the VIP canapes are. Okay. So what I would like to do, because I already took the tray of the Olive Garden gentleman. Yeah. I would like to make it seem like I am also an employee here at the Margaritaville. Great. And I would like to pretend I'm going to like refill something that's at the VIP section. Mm. Nice. And like as I pass other trays, like grabbing a bunch of different stuff, being like, here we go. Here we go. I'm so fancy. Here we go. I also I will also assist while wearing the Olive Garden employee thing because they don't they don't read it. They just see that you have an ID. I like that. Each of you can roll 4d6 and Brandon, let's resolve you. How many successes did you get? One. Okay, I'm afraid that you are going to be drawn toward Margaritaville because you can see Brandon, James Buffett himself <gasps> standing in the back of the VIP section wearing simply a Hawaiian shirt. It's freezing out. How is he doing this? Eating canapes at the back of the VIP section. The lifestyles of the rich and famous. <laughs> mm-hmm. No pants, too. He's that rich. No one will call him on that. Only board shorts. I rolled two successes. May I also argue that because I am pretending to be a server and the only ways that servers get paid because the tip system is broken is by being charming, that I'm also being charming. Okay. I rolled three successes, if that helps. Great. And I I rolled one success for trying to lick everything. Excellent. (laughs) So I rolled a total of three successes. 
So three, three, and one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you get seven successes. I, in the chaos pool, rolled three. So we are not quite there. I am going to say that you can definitely make it into the Margaritaville party itself, but at the VIP section where those good canapes are, um, there is somebody kind of crossing their arms, a tall security guard who looks a lot like Brian of Tarth, actually, um, just standing there. <laughs> and she has on a Hawaiian shirt underneath a black blazer oh, with like a, a radio. Yeah, just looking around, kind of waiting for, you get the sense that she's like kind of anticipating something going wrong. Um, maybe the the security guards and the staff have been alerted that something is is off with the schedule tonight or maybe something mm. is happening deeper inside Margaritaville oh, no. that is mm. causing people to be on such high alert but she's uh she's kind of like almost about to react to something but it's hmm. not happening quite yet weird hmm. I was trying to think what year it was if it, this was actually Gwendolyn Christie <laughs> if she's no, broken okay. yet but she's I, too I, famous. I think she's too famous by no that. this guard is orange haired oh got it so I'm gonna turn to my goat Goat panions and say, <laughs> "Nice, because I'm I'm real small, um, and I like to make a mockery of physical barriers. So, um, I can sort of like make a distraction. I can like go over to under her leg. She won't see me, and then I'll just like knock something over, and uh, and then when she turns, you guys can go in. That sounds like a great plan. Okay, I love that you're innovating the way that we are messing with time and space." <laughs> Can I presume there's sort of like a watercraft somewhere or I probably can't do anything with the physical barrier part, but. No, yeah, you can absolutely. Um, it's it's actually, I mean, it's a VIP section, right? So like it's very understated and classy. And so there is just really a velvet rope, but the velvet is also Hawaiian print um, separating mm. the uh, the kind of sidewalk from the VIP section inside. So you give me 46, but it's really easy. It's just a difficulty of two to get in. Well, if it's a physical barrier, I can make a mockery of it by just walking under it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Can I do 66 then? Because I'm small and I can make a mockery of it? You are small. You are making a mockery of this rope and you can absolutely do 46. Fuck yeah. 66. So how are we going to help Brandon when he gets one success? I got you. Four successes, baby. (laughs) Oh! You made it in. I love it. So you can see from your new vantage point, sweet, sweet buckwheat, that in here it is lit. Everything is uh, like uh, rattan, you know, like kind Mm -hmm. of straw Mm -hmm. furniture um, with like cream colored linen cushions on the couches. I'm really asking for someone to slop like a, you know, a neon blue, like Long Island iced tea or something on it. (laughs) And in the back, they have again this is all outside like they have made like a a kind of margaritaville lounge out on the sidewalk of times square there is thatched roof it is as if it is a pool side they've actually they have a little like fish tank in the back and above the fish tank there is a big almost like lit from beneath neon lit frozen margarita dispenser it's like 10 feet high it is uh resting on like you know those uh iced tea canisters that have like the little stands that they sit on it's sitting in like a big thatched stand that looks pretty but not particularly stable and it's kind of there for decoration as inside the frozen margarita maker churns and churns well i'm going to quickly go over and just like knock someone's glass off the table just to get the guard's attention away for a brief second so our ghosts can are my colleagues call my goat colleagues call goats oh yeah (laughs) can uh goat geeks (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you are you are getting closer uh, to the rich and famous. Uh, so forty six, please. Two six oh three successes. Okay, I got one. 
but happily your DC was only two here. Yay! You knock over a glass. The Gwendolyn Christie look-alike turns yeah. around, and uh, other goats. The coast is clear. If you want to run behind go, her, go, 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 go. Coast. Goats, 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 goats. Gosh. All right, everybody, you uh, you rush in and you are successfully in the VIP area. Um, so you see Buckwheat is hanging out um, right by the kind of cocktail tables uh, on the right. James Buffett is back on the left. And next to him, you see kind of the turned backs of two men with their kind of heads quite close together. And you get the sense that they're talking about something secret, but that they don't like each other mm. because the the body language is very hostile as they talk to one another. Also in front of them, you didn't know that Margaritaville served spaghetti, but uh-huh. <laughs> spaghetti in front of them. Mm. Um, I just want to say, as you all walk up, um, because I succeeded, Buckwheat is like jumping back and forth because I'm so excited. Just a little hat Adorable. bouncing on the yeah. Oh, yeah. him. So <laughs> You're still under the hat. <laughs> of course. I want to go over to goats over. I want to go over to um, <laughs> Mr. James Buffett and like eavesdrop on his conversation. While also like I really want to eat this furniture. Yeah. So like if there's like a chair, like a one of those like you know rattan chairs near him, I want to like chew on it and eavesdrop on his conversation. Yeah. I mean you are you are quite small. This should definitely work. Um, let's do four d six. That is three successes. Okay, I got two successes. So that leaves you with a net of one. Not quite enough to do it. Anyone Mm. else want to assist? Yeah, can I help out? Yeah. I would love to bleat the tune of Cheeseburger in Paradise, but like slightly off key. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Bring the attention of Jimmy Buffett away from Ramekin. I love it. And then everyone says, oh, the lyrics to Cheeseburger in Paradise. Perfect. <laughs> That's why I didn't pick Wasting Away in Margaritaville. <laughs> Let's do it. 46, Julia. Uh, two successes. Okay. I love it. So this is, again, a mixed success. Um, so there is one more die added to the chaos pool that brings us up to five. But James Buffett stands and he goes, oh, I've been called. <laughs> and just starts strumming a guitar kind of appears out of nowhere and starts walking toward the front of the VIP section and uh, cursed magics and s- strumming Ugh. along um, as the crowd begins to turn to him and uh, and follow along. Nice, wonderful, excellent. So Lauren, you're able to get close, and there are, there's like a buffet of delights for you, um, Julia. There are canapes on like low glass tables, um, as well as the high cocktail tables. That big uh, margarita machine is still there, and there the two men um, in the corner are, you know, again uh, heads close together, voices low, but both of them are sitting in rattan chairs. So up to you, Lauren, where you want to go? Yeah, I, I would like to. If they're like sitting side by side, I want to go like between the chairs so that they can't see me and just like you know, nibble on the on the chair leg while I listen. I love it. Yeah. Um, I also want to sneak over underneath my hat and see if I can get close enough to listen. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I think your your disguise is working, so I'm I'm happy to just let you do that as you edge closer. In the meantime, uh Kevin and Kevin. <laughs> Whitney, uh what are you guys up to? I am shoving every canopy that I have within range into the hat that I am wearing and then putting it back on my head. Excellent. <laughs> Here's the thing. There is a raspberrying away in Margaritaville Margarita in that margarita machine. And it might be blood. Mm. So I need some of that <laughs> yeah. right now. So I, I need a sh- I need to hop up there and, and start by any means necessary getting some of that frozen margarita. That sounds like you're trying to party hard to me, Eric. Uh, d- d- hold hey, hey, let's see what happens. <laughs> 
Uh, me emotionally, yes. Mechanically, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you are attempting to eat stuff, and you are, I think, following your satanic heart, right? You're drawn toward the red of the raspberry blood. Exactly. So give me 66, Eric, and then we'll we'll return to Lauren. Margarita in paradise. Okay, I got three successes. I did get four successes from the chaos pool, Eric. Oh, no. Now I'm partying hard. Give oh, me those dice. He's yeah, yeah. hard. Yeah. So here's what happens. I've been thinking about this a lot. You know in Hocus Pocus when mm-hmm. Bette Midler starts saying, I'm going to put a spell on you? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I start doing that. And then, of course, like everyone magically gets into uh, the musical and uh, uh, everyone is singing back up. I can only imagine that I start doing that <laughs> I start doing that, but for a death metal song. Uh, so it's just like, and it's just everyone is around. All of a sudden, I have a backup band. I have scre- other screaming people. Um, and it's just like there's five minutes of a musical interlude while I party hard. I love it. We're going <laughs> off the rails on a crazy train. Bleeding, I feel like, would fit in really well with a metal song. Yeah. Yes. So I got three more successes, so I'm up to six successes, no opposition. Incredible. I mean, chaos pool back to zero. So you have some excellent opportunities ahead of you. And Eric, when you flip the switch, basically, to dispense margarita from this frozen margarita machine, (laughs) um, the switch breaks off because it is meant for human hands and not sweet little goat fingies. And so you (laughs) certainly get the taste of margarita that you're going for, but the machine also kicks into overdrive and a river of blood red raspberry margarita veil margarita begins flowing into the VIP area, causing some people on the street to go, free margaritas! (laughs) And so they surge forward, cups in hand, they like, you know, dump on each other the beer that was in their red solo cups as they surge forward to grab it. To get margaritas from the street. It's in the street. It's Times Square in New York. Yeah, it's street margaritas. It's people who have willingly chosen to spend New York's Times Square. Oh, God. Yes. Razzmatazz, my brothers and Satan. (laughs) (laughs) And we're actually going to freeze and we're going to pan back over to Lauren where you are, uh, your sweet little tiny fancy goat is nibbling on the rattan as you look up at two men who, again, are uh, sitting with separate plates of spaghetti, um, whose heads are close but body language tense as they say, um, (laughs) have a conversation with yourself, have a conversation with yourself. (laughs) Do an Italian-American accent. Do an Italian-American accent. Just for hey, Ricotta. Okay. <laughs> That's how I get into it. I, uh, I'm just saying, I just, I don't think this feud is serving us any longer. The other guy, um, who's a little bit older with like salt and pepper hair is like, yeah, I just, uh, I, I don't know. Like I've been, I've been talking with my therapist and I just, I think that, uh, you know, like we've, we've been at, at odds for so long and you know, there's, there's bigger fish to fry here in the city and maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe some kind of cooperation. And then the, uh, the other younger brunette guy, uh, is like, yeah, I mean, I, I have some, uh, I have some things that, you know, are, are non-negotiables for me, but like, frankly, you know, I'm, I'm tired of the bloodshed, man. Like, my kids want to go to college. It's a different lifestyle. Like, I don't know. And that is where the camera pans back out and our realities crash back together <laughs> as the, the flowing margaritas, um, which, by the way, are connected to a hose leading into the restaurant. This is like an endless margarita fountain. <laughs> oh, no. Endless, you Incredible. say. Incredible. Mm. Yes. Endless. Um, and 
the security guard springs back to life. She jumps over where James Buffett lost to the crowd. James Buffett has been hoisted onto somebody's shoulders. He is in the <laughs> middle of Times <laughs> Square, leading the whole square in a sing-along of Cheeseburger in Paradise. And she ushers uh, these two men back into a side door of Margaritaville, but leaves it open. Like she's holding it open to usher the men in. Um, So I will say that with this excellent distraction that partying hard Kevin has provided, um, you guys can go with these folks into the door if you want, because this restaurant shares an alleyway with the Olive Garden employee entrance. Yeah, I definitely want to do that because I think um, Buckwheat is scary. He's going to (laughs) drown. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) I worry about him. Are you sure that you're not on the other side of the hat and you have a little, a little, a little I was going to say, you flip the hat, it's a little breadstick bread using bread it as an oar. <laughs> yeah, guys, we all know, once those breadsticks cool down, they are hard as rocks. Oh, yeah. So it's a very effective paddle. Can I eat the entire plate of spaghetti that they've left and then run it after them? Excellent. Yeah, no, it's just there. You can Perfect. like, it can be trailing behind you like Rapunzel's hair. Perfect. I want to yes, give you bad. a gift. This is like, I feel like this is like a waypoint here. I want to give you a gift as a GM to say that you're doing a great job. And also, do you want to do any stage banter for James for Jimmy Buffett while, while he's while he's singing uh, in between songs? James Buffett's like, uh, there seems to be a lot of cops here. Can't we just love each other instead? Each other. <laughs> I'm too drunk to notice. <laughs> so carried on the river of Margarita and scurrying after <laughs> after buckwheat of uh, on your little goatee feet, uh, you find yourself in basically like an employee entrance. There, you know, it's concrete. There's pipes. Um, there's like arrows on the floor and signs all over the place. And helpfully, there there's almost like a subway map just pointing you to different tunnels. So like one tunnel goes to the Marriott Marquis. One tunnel goes to you know the TKTS booth. One tunnel goes up to the Olive Garden. One goes to M&M World. And then the other one says the ball. And it's written in glitter pen for some reason. Now, here's a question that I have about us goats. Can we read English? (laughs) (laughs) Or do we just see sparkly letters and we follow that? I think that like babies, you can recognize brand names. And so the Olive Garden <laughs> is in the Olive Garden font. And so you you are able to intuit, you know, the Marriott font, the Olive Garden font. But the sparkly ball just has an image of a sparkly ball in glitter pen. I mean, it sounds like that's where the fancy people are. The fa- obviously, the fancy people would be there. Yeah. yeah. I would like to hobnob with them. I would like to find a, you know, Tadler reporter. Yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> or a too much zoo reporter. Yes. <laughs> Where there's fancy people, there is also fancy canapes. True. It's true. Fuck. Here's the thing. Amanda said endless again. So I feel like she's putting the netherworld, but I do want to go to the ball. Fuck. Well, Eric, do you think that something about the energy and space and crowd around the ball could kind of like open up a portal? That's a good point. Mm. Yeah, let's go to the sparkly thing. It is is a shiny, enormous disco ball. Well, don't you also want to be interviewed by page six or whatever, Eric? I, but page six six six, it's the devilish, it's oh, the demonic okay, okay. celebrity one. Right, De- it different. It's d- different well, than TM than too much zoo. Well, we all know the mainstream media is uh, of the devil, so that's I'm sure true. Anderson Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. No, that's that. No, that's definitely true. I mean, yeah, the lamestream media. Got him. Nailed it. We are sponsored in this episode by <laughs> My Pillow, My Pillow. <laughs> it's, it's Republican for some reason. Well, the security guard who looks a lot like Gwendolyn Christie and is also named Gwendolyn, actually. Um, oh, weird. 
<laughs> is escorting the two heads of rival mafia families who are having a tense peace negotiation here on this Times Square Eve into the Marriott. So they go to the left. But y'all are heading toward um, one Times Square. You're heading off to the right in the subterranean tunnel. There's like a ramp that kind of leans downward. And then just a, a pretty empty tunnel, um, honestly, crossing under Times Square, um, where you can hear subways rattling beneath you. You can feel thousands of feet partying hard and singing along to Cheeseburger in Paradise above you as you uh, run your way over into the lobby of a very fancy office building at the top of which is housed the ball. So you emerge from the staff entrance. You're actually behind the security gate, which is very convenient. And you are able to see in front of you, there is a wide elevator bank. It's one of those fancy elevators where you have to like, there's like a little pedestal and you input the floor you're going to go to. And then the elevator like tells you which one to use and takes you all the way up. So that is there. There are some security guards. Uh, They have a TV monitor up and they're like, yo, where's Anderson? And they're just kind of like wondering and kind of like hitting the side of it. Like, is this a rerun? We already saw this this performance performance of uh of uh uh ellie goulding in florida um <laughs> ellie, they, uh, ellie goatling there you go mm-hmm. yo i hope macklemore is gonna be here when's he gonna go on uh, <laughs> i am looking oh, at a list 20, of 2016 performers yeah. yeah oh my hey, god demi lovato carrie underwood luke bryan with khalifa and charlie puth are the are the headliners <laughs> i don't know who that last guy is did you really I, it was really emotional the way that fast and furious did that did the thing for paul walker i really appreciated that <laughs> nick jonas is here is he gonna have a solo career who knows <laughs> <laughs> um, goat gonus so, so they are pretty distracted but they are oh, wait no, a second. no 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 what <laughs> well joe joe sounds like goat a little bit it's a near mm-hmm. rhyme and then okay. I and then I accidentally put a G in front of jo- Jonas. <laughs> I, see, I see what happened there. It's a Love G, it. but it's still pronounced Jonas. Jonas, exactly. <laughs> where is like Anderson Cooper in like the broadcast fancy area in relation to where we are? So they are actually right outside the front of the building. So you've Ooh. like traversed kind of diagonally across Times Square. You've advanced north over the square as you use the tunnel. And if you go up in this building, that is where kind of like a viewing area for the ball is. There's like a fancy um, VIP reception where people are, you know, oh. like able to look out at where the ball is hanging and then under the ball. So right in front of the building, but on sidewalk level um, on a, a little raised platform is Anderson Cooper, where you see again that people are very concerned. Um, there are a lot of TV cameras. There are a lot of PAs. People are kind of like fanning. They have some food. They have like a kind of like a sampler platter almost of like different appetizers from the different uh, restaurants in front of Anderson to try to tempt him into sobering up and eating a little bit. There are a lot of different kinds of drinks. And there is also on another platform next to him is sort of like vamping and trying to uh, just desperately throw to like pre-produced segments about like the year and like babies might be born soon. Who's going to be the first one? We don't know. (laughs) is Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart uh, who are together marketing their new uh, Bic lighters. And Snoop Dogg is uh, constantly leaning out of frame to check in on on Anderson and uh, kind of like throw lighters at him to see if he's perking up. Martha Stewart, known weed enthusiast. (laughs) Did they really do that? Yeah, that was a real show. Oh, yeah. They're like best friends. They're They're yeah, like Martha Stewart, known Snoop Dogg enthusiast. (laughs) They're marketing big lighters right now where Martha Stewart is using a candle and Snoop Dogg is has a blunt. Yeah, they're like really good friends. They do a lot <laughs> of stuff together. They, they're like they're like iconic friends. Yeah. So upstairs through the elevator bank is the ball and outside is Anderson and uh, TV cameras and reporters, by the way, oh. from every news outlet in the oh. world. Um, okay. As well. they're kind of craning their necks trying to see what's happening. I feel like if I may make a suggestion, 
if we can be the heroes that sober up Anderson Cooper. We can be heroes. Those of you who want to be interviewed will probably be interviewed. That's a good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Is my RA from college there saying the only way to sober up is for time? Or, or, or can we do no something No one is else? saying that in Times Square on New Year's Eve. Okay, no, no one's saying that. Good. I think if we just feed him a lot of carbs, that yeah. would be a good plan. I do think that like my goal of hobnobbing with the rich and famous will be easier if I get one or two on my side first. Mm-hmm. Or I can like hop into their pocket or something as they go up. So I, th- I think this is the easiest route. I like it. There is certainly a VIP after party up by the ball viewing platform. Um, so many opportunities to hobnob if this goes well. Excellent. I wonder if the best way. Yeah, I I'm with you. I'm with you, Julia. I wonder if the best way to do it is if we can go back into the kitchen and get a bunch of the carbs. Right. Where all this coming from? Especially if there is a endless nether world that gives us all the endless food, as I'm supposing. <laughs> You want to open a portal into this netherworld that is providing all of these breadsticks. It's gotcha. like a ghost kitchen. This is like before ghost kitchens, but this is a precursor in that it's all <laughs> one kitchen. And it's all coming from the netherworld, which is all where all endless food comes from. Of course. I support Kevin's mission. Really, yeah. yes. truly, I do. So let's, let's do go. Let, let's head. Let's try to find the kitchen. Yes, you can absolutely. It's much. It's easy to get out of buildings. The security guards are just doing that, kind of like slapping the like little squat TV with an antenna for some reason um, as they are standing <laughs> at the uh, at the desk, mostly concerned with people coming in. So for y'all to walk under the little glass barrier and out into Times Square is easy peasy. Let's just get two d six from each of you. There's no chaos. Chaos die. <laughs> Zero successes. Zero success. <laughs> All I need is one. Oh God, I got zero as well. Fuck, oh my Brandon. God, I got, I got it's two. All Brandon. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, thank God. Wow. Okay. We all got distracted by various things, and then there's a little hat. hat and we just follow the hat. Like, follow the hat. <laughs> follow the hat. That's what and I underneath say. the hat. If you this camera can zoom in underneath the hat through the hat, you know, and you just X-ray. see me trotting along, going. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> So right in front of you is the platform with Anderson Cooper and then across the street from him. So just like diagonal to your right, maybe like 15 feet away is the doors of the Olive Garden where all of this is like the TV production and VIP side. So there's not many people. The The sidewalk just has like a bunch of cables and like, you know, kind of PAs are kind of running from one place to another. But the doors of the Olive Garden are just open as staff go in and out, refilling their canapé trays. And Anderson, um, you can if you crane your little goat necks, um, he's sitting in the in the canvas chair saying no i don't want to no. <laughs> why did this happen to me does anyone remember the mole <laughs> he just pushes away a margaritaville slider he pushes away a piece of pizza everything that people are trying to give to him he pushes away a mcdonald's fries like, i don't want it incredible I, I did watch the mole uh live on television when it first came out so me oh too. Wow. me too yeah. Huge. Uh, my trivia team for a long time was called Anderson Cooper Presents the Mole. <laughs> <laughs> we were undefeated. That was a great trivia team. The only thing I know about the mole is one time I, I must have watched the finale and they were showing you like all of the like hidden signs throughout it. And one of them was like they superimposed that person's zodiac sign constellation in the sky during a night shot. I'm like, that is wow. brilliant. You should. Well, I'm a, we it's, should on all, it's on Netflix. You can just watch them all. Let's yeah. all rewatch it. 
Okay. Like, so we abandon start. this mission. We let's come. pause. Let's go watch them all. Uh, I, let's just head into Olive Garden. I, yeah. I still have the. I definitely want to want to punch the guy out. Uh, yeah. So I want to make sure that that uh, he gets overtime somehow. But I feel like we, if we can, if no one's protecting it, let's just head in. No, doors are just open. Yeah. Follow me. So inside the the host stand, it's it's like the restaurant's been cleared out as if they're catering a big event, which they kind of are. Like all the tables and chairs and the host stand have been pushed aside. Um, the bar is like like the house lights are on in the restaurant almost, um, where there are just lots of people kind of walking in and out from different stations, like refilling stuff. No one's really there, right? Like customers are not here. They've shut down this whole section of Times Square. So the, the doors to the kitchen are just propped open to give better ventilation to the people working back there. And along the sides of the lobby, there are huge... Um, like those soup pots that you can plug in from mm-hmm. like buffets and stuff uh, yeah. or like oatmeal at breakfast buffets. There's that, but they're the size of kiddie pools filled with uh, one with minestrone soup. One is cooling, actually. It's like an electric powered cooling station filled with overdressed salad. And then the final <laughs> one, like a French bakery filled with baguettes is just filled, filled, filled with breadsticks. Perfect. I'm sorry. You said overdressed salad. I don't really understand what that is or means. <laughs> it's endless. Listen, to each their own. It, it, well, Brandon, it's wearing a bow tie and a top hat and a monocle and it has a cane and it has tails <laughs> and it has those fancy wingtips. Too much. Please stop me. I'm going to keep going. And it has a pocket watch. Stop. And it has no, no, no. <laughs> keep going. Wait, go ahead. I'll start one. No, no. I did like seven. I already had did seven. You don't get to start at one. Cravat, tie pin, shoe covers, cufflinks, four, two vests, five. It's mm-hmm. it's wearing a, a tie that Six. says "World Best Dad" on it. Cumberbund, ascot Seven. under the tie. Oh, Cumberbund is good. Yeah, yeah. What's the thing called? Like like a dicky. It's not a full shirt, but it like goes underneath the vest. One of those. <laughs> I think it's just, yeah, I think it is called a, a dicky. Nine. Yeah. yeah. Can I dive into the pool of breadsticks? <laughs> Yeah, Laura, no one's stopping you. Great. <laughs> I do that, and I just start eating them. Amazing. Give me 4d6, but again, I'm nothing in the chaos pool right now, so odds are good. How many breadsticks can I eat? <laughs> Two successes. Excellent. That is enough. Yeah, you you hop on into the breadstick canister. I'm going to add one die to the chaos pool, because if somebody comes, you are obviously a goat standing in the, in the heated... <laughs> That's Honestly, fair. it's like getting into a jacuzzi. Like, it's warm and feels great, and it's just filled with pillowy bread. Mm. Oh, the dream. I would love to know where... Where this is coming from? Yeah, I don't know if the Nether is a real thing or it's something I've convinced myself. Oh, Eric, there, there's like you know those like swinging like Western style double yeah. doors. They're there, but they're propped open. There is steam billowing out from the kitchen, and actually the light in there is red washed because somebody got a lot of marinara on the fluorescent lights. No, damn it. <laughs> well, so I'm still gonna go over there. I'm gonna be like, my Dark Lord, please help us in our time of need. We want to be famous and so we want to eat things in Anderson Cooper. He's just too drunk. I know one of your emissaries, Andy Cohen, must have cursed him, but now we have to <laughs> reverse it. Didn't start doing the uh, Times Square thing t- since 2018, if you believe it. Um, oh, Kathy Griffin still oh, counts. No. <laughs> um, what's your What's your aim here? What are you well, trying to achieve? I assume that the dark that that this is a window into uh, my house, which is uh, the Netherworld. Yeah. So I would love to try to figure out if it is if this is here, if we could get some guidance of what to do next for us to to sober up Anderson Cooper and become famous. Excellent. Give me 66 Great. because you are going into the place where you can eat and taste whatever you like. You are <laughs> doing your satanic mission. Um, and that is lots of good stuff. I only have one in the chaos pool. 
Fuck. I only rolled one. <gasps> okay. Um, I would like to assist you. Let me think. Great. How I'm going to do that. I mean, if we're going in there, it's because there are, like, additional canapes in there, right? Oh, yeah. And also, I feel like as a, a fancy goat, I'm also a rich goat, and therefore I probably deserve to be in the netherworld, so. <laughs> it's VIP. It's VIP. VIP, very VIP, exclusive. very exclusive. Yeah. Give me 66. Can I also, I'm also going to help, but I'm just going to sit next to Kevin and just, like, do some basic, like, worship, so decide to, like, power up this ritual <laughs> sacrifice of eating. Incredible. So I I rolled 66. I did roll one success. Guys, what's happening? So I'm just know. rolling two, two D6. Yes. And I got no successes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I guess Satan's not real, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Kind of seems okay. like it. <laughs> so what is the total? Four? You got one, one, and two? No, Brandon no, got zero. We two. only have two. We got two. Oh, well, I got one success, meaning that uh, we are adding something else to the chaos pool because things are going a little bit wrong. Oh, Satan. Oh, my dark lord. Oh, <laughs> Satan. So, Eric, someone notices Kevin as he stands in the doorway of the kitchen, which is, again, very busy. People are running in and out constantly trying to refill trays, uh, waiter trays and catering trays with food, and you are just bleeding loudly as you stand there uh, yelling for your master, Satan. And I just want to remind you guys that goat's pupils are vertical, are like slits, mm -hmm. um, and it's really fucking creepy. Mm -hmm. And so the the satanic light of this marinara-soaked kitchen, the steam billowing out from the dishwasher and the stove, and you startle a line cook who is standing near you, dipping uh, things into the fryer. And he screams. He releases his fry basket in fright as his hands go up over his head. And the fry basket soars across the kitchen uh, where it hits the emergency shutoff valve. <gasps> and there is a blackout in the Times Square Ooh, Olive Garden. No. Or yes. <laughs> this, is I a, mean, this is a signal that maybe my whole thing was wrong. So I or, or that it's right. Or maybe it's right. I, uh, my dark master, thank you so much for your help. Let's get, there's no more. Let's, let's take what we have and just bring it to Andy Coops. Yeah, I think we can, in the darkness, just steal so many canapes, right? You can. You can, you can take whatever you like on your way out. As people are around the kitchen, like, they, they have a protocol for this. They're not just going to, like, run, you know, they, uh, kind of, like, stand back with their backs against, uh, their stations and, and wait for the manager to turn back on the breaker. Can I also steal a pot of coffee? from this olive garden smart smart definitely yeah great yeah. give me a give me uh, i i choose like a very fancy looking espresso blend i was about to say cool. it's gonna be espresso right we yeah. are yeah high class italian restaurant you know those oh, little yeah. espresso cups with like the paper wings that form a handle mm -hmm. yes. you have those in your little teeth so give me 46 great um can i you also look around and see, i'm not gonna roll on this but you see buckwheat try to grab the kiddie pool full of soup and just like drag it with his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do no avail. <laughs> yeah. I want to do that also with the um with the breadsticks though. Definitely. Great. And I, and I get out and help. Oh, you could stay you could stay in there. I don't want to disrupt <laughs> your good time. No, I, I think together you guys like there's a um there's a little liner like an Instapod, there's a liner inside the breadsticks. So between the two of you, if you would like to take the liner of breadsticks, you can. Yeah. Okay, but the greeting card is Lauren swimming in, in the yes. breadsticks and, and <laughs> exactly. me pulling it. 
That okay. image will never leave us. So okay. everybody. Uh, I rolled three successes. Amazing. I got two successes. Great. I got two successes. Amazing. The chaos pool failed. There was no successes among it. So uh, you succeed. And Julia, you have your little espresso cup with a tiny cookie balanced on top of the lid. It's a biscotte. <laughs> exactly. Um, you have Kevin and Ramekin. You have the um, breadsticks between you. Excellent. But the waiter calls it a biscotti. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Let's go save Anderson. Yeah, let's go. Just dragging it, dragging it uh, in front of the cameras. Let's get on stage. Yeah, dragging a pile of breadsticks just through the streets. Yeah. So as you cross the uh, the single closed street between the Olive Garden and the platform, people are, uh, again, no one's really noticing you. There's like much bigger stuff going on. Martha and Snoop um, are, are cackling. <laughs> Martha is like crying uh, in her laughter about something that Snoop has said as the Internet falls in love with the two of them as a duo. As PAs run in between the Sbarro and the McDonald's, they're trying desperately to find something that Anderson will eat. So there are a couple different uh, staircases that lead up to this platform. Not not a lot going on. We can just kind of head up. Yeah, let's Great. do it. Yeah. I want. There's nothing I would like more than if this actually happened of just like blatantly four goats trying to shove food and drink into Anderson Cooper. Like, let's just do it, man. Yeah, like, yeah absolutely. Let's. I would like to offer up my coffee, my espresso, and I would like to also like tip my hat and like offer up whatever canapé he might be interested in in this moment let's get 2d6 from everybody to get up onto the platform to share it with anderson well please. i'm gonna make a mockery of this physical barrier oh, oh yeah because it's stairs and i i know how to jump because i'm small so i've learned how to be sort of a mountain goat so i'm just, i know how to like just make a mockery of it that's right i i thought though though i really want you on ta- on anderson cooper's head if you can facilitate that. that that might get there brandon you you do like a parkour jump like from side to exactly, side of exactly. the steps yeah. Thank you. Thank you for understanding me, Amanda. You got it. <laughs> uh, but I only got one success. Okay. Uh, same. Two successes for me. I got one. Okay, so that's a total of five. The chaos pool had no successes. So you you are able to get up onto the platform where Anderson Cooper is slumped over in a chair. The television camera is there, but the the sort of like light on the top of it is dim as the camera operator stands behind it, just like texting his tweets to Twitter because it's 2016. Uh, 2016. <laughs> um, and PAs are just like like sobbing, like banging their heads against the, uh, <laughs> the side. There are reporters thronged underneath looking up whispering to each other like what is happening here and anderson goes i don't want no 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 (laughs) amanda did just hit me in the face in real in real world just want to say that i just love the idea of like a static frame shot uh, of anderson cooper and then you just see four i feel like if we can shove the breadsticks into his hands, then the espresso, then he will be distracted to get the espresso in there. Like I think the espresso is head back and forth down. Yeah, the throat. exactly. Can we like dip the breadsticks in the in the espresso? And, like, oh fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> and then, like hands hands it to him. Your tiny little chaos goats. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I would also like I 
I would love to just be eating the breadsticks at the same time. Yeah. Like a chef preparing a meal and just being like, are you, one spoon for you, one for me. Yeah. Are you <laughs> eating one end of the breadstick as you try to Lady in the Tramp the other oh, end into yes. Anderson Cooper's mouth? Yeah. Yes. I dunk it in the espresso and then I Lady in the Tramp as there's a goober. Eric, I'll say because this is a very interviewable moment and you do see a representative from the demonic tattler, page 666, down in the crowd. Um, you can roll 66. Uh, Lauren, same for you as you are assisting here. Here. Julia, you can go ahead. Are you yelling or bleeding at all? Uh, yes, I'm trying to get his attention and like wake him up from his stupor by bleeding loudly. To make him, yeah, drop his mouth open in astonishment. Yeah. The, oh, some deep memory of him on a, in a palatial estate in the country <laughs> where he, he's woken up by- Farm a, animals. Well, it's yeah. in one of the various Vanderbilt estates and he's woken up by farm animals in the morning. So he's reminded of that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try to hobnob with this passed out man because he is rich and famous. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to do my Broadway routine, dance routine right in front of him. That'll wake him up. Just to try to get his attention, you know, just like doing the hat on and off my head. Uh, but it's really big and cute. Oh, Brandon, that's how the Godfather got made. <laughs> is say like hobnobbing to a, someone who was passed out at a party. <laughs> Brandon, it sounds like you're partying hard. So get two bonus D6 there. My Yay. Friend. So do I do four and then plus two? One, two. Yes. Four plus two. I am going to party Fucking hard, baby. I got three successes. Same. I only got one, unfortunately. Jesus. Who would have thought that dunking breadsticks into espresso and then ladying the tramping was not a good idea? <laughs> you would, would have thought, thought that it would be okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I only got two successes. So that's uh, six plus two plus one. Mm -hmm. Okay, amazing. Well, the DC to get this done and to wake him up was eight, so you succeeded. Yes. The DC to do it enough that the camera didn't notice was a 10. So the camera turns on and the camera operator is like, oh, is this is this a bit? Like, did the, where did, was there a petting zoo? So we see here a pygmy goat named Buckwheat dancing on Anderson Cooper's lap. We have a, a fancy goat named Whitney yelling in his face. We have a satanic goat with slitted pupils feeding him a breadstick. One, one end in your mouth, one end in Anderson's mouth. As another fancy goat with uh, no diamond bracelet, but uh, lots of style is assisting there in the middle. I see Incredible. no issue with this. I, honestly, being on TV in this capacity is almost better than being interviewed by Too Much Zoo. The taxi driver from earlier steps out of a pawn shop holding $1,000, <laughs> and he sees this, and he says, New York City, best city in the world! <laughs> <laughs> and Anderson Cooper startles awake and says... Happy New Year! And the whole crowd looks around and goes, Happy New Year! And the a pie, there's a like an operator sticking his neck oh um, over the edge of the building. Is it like with like his, with his hand over a button as he says, Happy New Year! And in panic, hits the button. So at 9.30 p.m. on December 31st, 2015, the ball lights up, the confetti cannons go off, the PAs cry and take off their headsets as Anderson Cooper stands up and joins the little jaunty ditty as the crowd begins to sing Auld Lang Syne. You know what's funny is that that is how Auld Lang Syne goes. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are the lyrics. That's exactly. Yeah. That is the, all of the lyrics that I know to Auld Lang Syne. That's the original Gaelic, actually. <laughs> and uh, 
That concludes the goat party, guys. Yay! We did it! We partied! Goat party two, the legend of Anderson Cooper's gold. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. Goat party. Thanks, guys. That was so fun. Yeah, Amanda, you're the goat goat master. Do you oh, get it? Thank you. Uh, you get it? You. Eric, Brandon, you, explain it. Eric, Brandon, you explain it. Eric, Brandon, you explain it. Brandon, explain it. 